looking for the King of Podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Mmm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -mm Mmm-mm-mm. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. Hey, I know we have a lot of horror fans that listen to our shows, and I know things have been tough for everybody across the board these past six or seven months with what's been going on in the real world, but I wanted to make a suggestion to you horror fans, because I know part of the normal routine year in and year out is to attend different conventions to meet some of your favorite horror stars. However, none of us have been able to do that because of obvious reasons. But I do have a little suggestion for you. SignatureHorror.com Now, some may ask, what is that? Well, they obtain autographs for the fans from some of their favorite stars, from some of their favorite franchises. Whether it be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and many more. They have different options such as, besides getting their autographs, you can do live Zoom calls with your favorite stars. You can do personalized videos for people, greetings of some sort. They just have many options. So if you're looking for to spend some money that you may have spent at conventions, check them out and see the options they have SignatureHorror.com That's right, SignatureHorror.com
Not all football helmets are created equal. Zenith, the industry leader in protective technology, is the only helmet in the game with adaptive head protection featuring a shock suspension system that can move independently from the helmet shell. Headquartered and developed in Detroit, Zenith is committed to player safety and revolutionary innovation. Zenith is proud to protect athletes at every level from peewee to the pros. Learn more about the Zenith difference at zenith.com. That's X-E-N-I-T-H.com. Hi, I'm Sherry Nelson, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. And I'm Elena, your favorite host from the Emerald Isles. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. This dark-haired bombshell placed in the top four of the Maxim Magazine Cover Girl competition and was also featured March-slash-April issue of Maxim. I believe that was 2020, correct? 2019. 2019. Make sure I get my years right. I'm, I'm sorry, you're right. 2020. All right. So we say it's nice we get the guests to confirm that. But also, you can purchase that magazine online, I'm sure. So go out and find it. She also earned this position with her flawless beauty, but also her personality as well that capture everybody's heart when they get a first glance or first interaction with this guest. This guest, Sherry Nelson. How you doing? I'm good. That's a lot to live up to. <laughs> a lot better than me. You know, I'm, I won't be making Maxim next month, but hey, it's it is what it is. So. <laughs> no, for all the ladies out there, we got a handsome man over here. All right, hold on. People won't see this, but how much do I owe you? <laughs> yeah, all kidding aside. So, obviously, 2020 has been very, very goofy this year. And I know you are the pride of British Columbia, Canada. So... How have you been spending this whole goofy year with COVID and everything else? <laughs> I don't know if I'm the pride of British Columbia. There's some pretty fantastic people that have come here. Pamela Anderson, um, Ryan Reynolds. So there's some pretty fantastic British Columbians out there. Um, no, actually, you know, I had just started on a second career path when COVID hit. So, you know, it's given me an opportunity to at a second chance to make a first impression. So in the meantime, I've just been, you know, doing a lot of writing. I was lucky to land on a really great talk show. And uh, so it's just been kind of like getting everything in, in order for when hopefully the borders open up. I hope it's soon, but you never know. I just got noticed now they won't be opening up until mid end of January. So um, I don't know, it'd be great for the world for this to come to a, a conclusion, you know, it's been enough of a struggle, you know, with loss of life and sickness. So it'd be great to, you know, have it behind us. Yeah, I won't say who, but I'd wish, because I'm in the East Coast of the States, and I won't, like I said, I won't say who, but seems like I hope certain people in certain positions get their head out of their ass as far as, because 
when you look at the numbers and I'm no scientist or news person at all, but like you said, with the deaths and sicknesses and when you look at actual facts that are out there, it's scary. I think I, I heard today in the U S we just crossed 300,000 dead from COVID or something related to COVID. So, well, and then it's it's beyond that as well to the point of, you know, the isolationism that's causing, you know, higher rates of suicide, depression, you know, so it's not um, isolated to one illness, sadly, you know, it, it just has its ramifications for everything. And, you know, you know, um, it's, it, you know, you and I, I believe are, you know, the glass is half full, but oftentimes this 2020 has made it difficult to see that half full, but you just got to keep trying and struggling and think God has a path and a and you know acts in mysterious ways but you know i i hate to have people sad because they've lost loved ones you know it's a tragedy you know so i just you know and god bless the governments god bless the scientists you know everybody was throwing everything at the wall hoping something would stick and work and you know it's an invisible enemy so um hopefully like you say we can keep on moving like you said thank you to scientists and the doctors and People who are dealing with this stuff on the front lines, that's for sure. Well, could you imagine if you were a doctor or a nurse that that was your job every day and you had to go home to your family or, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's our, yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. It's, and for a lot of people for many different reasons, but hey, for whatever reason, onward and upward in 2021 coming up in a couple of weeks. Definitely. I mentioned talk show and a few other things you're working on but before we uh do that and i see you have a couple books like maybe behind you that one book that wouldn't be a mickey burns book would it it definitely is mickey yeah. burns he's my uh how to navigate in the interviewing world 101 um if anyone wants a career in interviewing or in communications i highly recommend mickey burns you know um he's a godsend everything i know i i, I do from him you know he's a legend and an icon and i've been fortunate to interview him a few times on the show so um there's a lot of lessons to be learned and he's a great interview and yeah have, have he been on your show or is he coming up i just actually talked to him last week he'll be going out this week so Oh, great. That's, I recognized the book. That's why I asked. So. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's wonderful. Yeah, I got a kick out of the guy. Real nice guy. And we talked about a few other things uh, when the tape wasn't rolling. But, you know, I got a kick out of the guy. Ace yeah. is in my book. You've had some pretty fantastic guests on your show. Um, Kenny Ironoff was just on, and, and he's a great friend of mine. And and you had the lady of, of the day, Tani Kittian. I love that lady. Yeah, and it's funny because about, give or take, an hour or so ago, I was in drive through to get a quick meal because I uh, fell asleep today and took a nap this afternoon after doing some reading and everything on you. And I pulled this. Yeah, I know. I took a nap. How dare I? But it's funny, uh, full disclosure for everybody uh, listening. I, like I said, I go to grab something to eat real quick uh, at my local McDonald's about a half a mile away and my phone dings and it's our guest right here. And she goes, and I got a kick out of this. She goes, I'm listening to your Tony Katane interview, which was, thank you for listening by the way. Oh, it was good. So, but you were saying before we hit the sound here, 
that you actually had a story. So do you want to tell that story now? Sure. Um, well, anyone, you know, it's a fun, there's, there's two things, I guess, you know, my friends and I, sometimes if there's a law, you always say best rock video ever. <laughs> it's always white snake. You know, here I go again with Tawny. Um, but I was at an Oscar party back in um, February and uh, I was walking this red carpet and being interviewed and there was this really pretty blonde lady that kept looking back and smiling, looking back and smiling and I kept getting nervous and I thought, why is she doing that? And I was getting nervous and so when I, I could see she was an interviewer and I thought, I don't really want to talk to her because I don't know what she's doing. Is she's going to, you know, be tough on me? So I get to her and she goes, I thought you were Tawny Kittian. And I go, I wish. <laughs> and so then her and I became fast friends and she's already on a talk show that I'm on. And uh, she said, Brian Sebastian, you got to get Sherry Nelson on the show as a co-host. So Tawny Kittian has been my uh, good luck charm. <laughs> yeah. And it, would that be, would that have been the Suwon Academy Gala that you were at? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a wonderful event. It was actually that was the event, and then I flew home, and the border shut down right after that. So, figures. <laughs> but you know, it's funny, and you probably picked this up from listening to the interview and such. And something I kind of picked up along the way, and well, I realized this in my real life as well. But I've been trying to bring it out, and when talking to people in recent months and guests and everything. The analogy I like to use is a lot of these guests are like onions because they're everyday people like us. They put their pants on and everything else like everybody else, but they're like onions that there's many different layers to these folks, not what you just see on TV or in your case, the magazine or movies or music or whatever the case, whatever they do for a living, that there's more layers to these folks than what you see on a professional side of things so yeah well and that was one thing i gathered from her interview with you is um her affection for her father and uh when she was saying that's why she chose never to do playboy and you know i there's no one i adore more in my life than my father and you know my father and my managers you know my my goal in life is to never disrespect them or disappoint them. So when I was listening to her, I thought, my goodness, I think she's my soul sister. <laughs> but it was it was a really quite a beautiful um, conversation that you had. And it was nice that, you know, it's those old school values, you know, of respect and dignity. And that it was really nice to hear. So Exactly, that she had respect, respect for not only her parents, but I believe the word she used, and don't quote me on this, because it's been a while since I heard it, probably since we released, but she also, I believe she mentioned about her future kids as well, that she yeah. didn't want to be of embarrassment of them. Well, they last forever, videos, photos, things like that. So, yeah, you have to be conscious of things like that. Um, well, when I was in the Maxim contest, um, they had mentioned that I was the one, and, and a few of the people that were voting, they said, you've got the most clothes on out of anyone. And it was because I was still um, applying for lumber jobs. And so <laughs> I was nervous, you know, getting towards the end. I thought, oh, my goodness, I wonder if anybody in this job interview is going to know that I'm in this contest. And, oh, I didn't want them to see things that would just totally devalue the mind. So, uh, you know, and, and again, following Tawny, I didn't ever want to disrespect my father. You know, he, he's a very humble and 
respectful man. He's got a, a positive legacy. And, you know, it just takes one goofy move and I could totally destroy that. So <laughs> I never want to do that. Exactly. And, well, speaking of the interview you were having, but also I know it was a family business working in the lumber industry. So what exactly did you guys do within that industry before the business was sold? Yeah, um, our family sawmill was located 40 miles north of the Montana border. We were um, uh, 40 miles north. So I was right in the corner between British Columbia and Alberta. And uh, so we sold, you know, about 80, 90 percent of our timber into the United States. And just because the, the BNS was there and the Union Pacific Rail Line was there and things like that. And, and Canada is so sparse and so many more competitive mills in our area of our species that we grew in the region. So for my family, I was fourth generation and uh, I did all the sales for my father. And uh, yeah, and then he sold it last year. And um, yeah, so I, I'm very proud of him. He he sold it on his terms and the bank didn't take it, you know, like in British Columbia, we were having increasing high stumpage rates and, and taxes and regulates, things like that. So um, a lot of sawmills were selling at that time. And my dad was able to do everything on his term. And, you know, I, I'm proud of him that he got to sell it and stop and smell the roses. Though a man in his position, you know, as a general manager, he retired. And, you know, I worry because then he retires and then COVID hits. So I worry, you know, that he's alone but he's he's always you know active with his mind with reading and doing stocks and you know he he's highly intelligent so but i just i really miss him and uh, i'm on the other side of the province to him but i wish i could see him every day but i you know he's in that age bracket where they're vulnerable so again i'm hoping this covid ends so we can all get back to our family and it's, it's holidays like christmas coming up makes it you know even more difficult yeah exactly but Obviously, I know you have dipped your toes in a few different things, such as co-hosting different shows and whatnot, such as women on TV. Well, in that particular project, I know you're a co-host and co-producer, but also I know you've dabbled with stuff with uh, Debbie Perkins and also on the Freaking Awesome podcast. So what can you tell me about your interviewing and the co-hosting and doing a couple different things within that genre. Yeah. Um, well, given everybody is um, kind of stagnating right now, I just try to be as proactive as possible. And my goal is to, you know, build a rep reputation that I'm someone you can work with, someone you can count on, someone that hopefully brings value to the table. You know, again, it comes back to Mickey Burns where I learned you have to do your research and, you know, as I've always said, without an audience and with the valuable guest, you have no show. So um, I want to bring value to the guest and to the show and out of respect. But, you know, I really enjoy being able to um, sit in different seats. You know, we get such diverse guests on Brian Sebastian's movie reviews and more. And Debbie Perkins, she gets some amazing guests as well that are different. You know, we she... And I co-hosted um, together Michael Mustasos, the um, actor, film director, writer. You know, he's starting Amityville Legend, and he just completed The Butcher, which is winning many awards. And then the Freaking Awesome podcast was a pleasant surprise there, a Canadian show. And I got to meet Michael DeBar, and it was it was an honor. So it, it's it's quite 
I always say I've won the lottery, <laughs> you know, so um, I get to hold conversations with people and, and I hope that I'm asking the questions that the audience wants answered, you know, so I just, I hope to bring value to the audience and I hope to elevate the guest for people that may not know them and want to know them. Exactly. And uh, speaking of that, on that train of thought, at least, as far as interviewing and all, how much when it comes to, especially when you're dealing with other people's shows that you are coming aboard on, how much do you do with research or do you just rely on, you know, producers and like, because obviously, uh, and people who listen to what we do, obviously, when I say we, my uh, co-host from Ireland's not here because of the time difference. How much research do you like to put into things for upcoming episodes that you're a part of? Yeah, no, no. Um, well, with every guest, it, to me, it's like a treasure hunt. You know, um, today I, I had the privilege to interview the Canadian lead singer from Glass Tiger, um, Alan Frew, and he's done so much in our nation and we're very proud of him. And you think, oh, I'm going to pick up a couple items of notes and something of worth and Oh, I was up till about four in the morning. It just got more exciting and more exciting. And that's the thing is, you know, I start learning about our guests and, uh, you know, I be, I feel like before I meet them, I'm, I'm, we're really good friends. <laughs> and so I do all my own homework and, you know, nobody tells me what to focus on. But before a show like Debbie Perkins, she, she's so great to work with because it's her show. I let her, you know, I follow her lead, you know, and she'll send me a note, you're up next, or, you know, it, it I just, I never want to over talk or overpower. I, it's, it's their show. And I just, you know, just a little side um, guest that might, you know, ask a different question of a different avenue. So yeah, no, I treat everyone like, like a treasure hunt and uh, it, it's really fun. And I, I quite enjoy it. I, I enjoy talking to people. And perhaps that's part and parcel of my previous career in lumber, you know, when people would phone, you know, to buy a rail car, a lumber or a truckload, you know, you find out their needs, what it's for, and you negotiate for, you know, the value and, and the shipping rates and things like that. So, you know, perhaps that's where I got my foundation. You just you want to bring value. <laughs> exactly. But the reason I was uh, bringing up Howard as well is because earlier today, this morning, I was listening to his clip about re-signing with Sirius. And most people think, and I know a lot of folks say, especially with like podcasts and some of the technology at home, it's just jump on and talk, which is great, but they don't realize like Howard was saying and what you said there and how much homework and research goes into making a, Mickey said it as well, how much the homework goes into making it a good conversation. Yeah. Well, you know, my greatest fear is having a guest walk away and think, oh, geez, I'll never get those 35 minutes back. Or that was a waste of time. You know, I hope to be building a bridge or a connection with our guest, you know, because, you know, I value anybody, whether you're a superstar or not. You know, I hope that we give things of interest to people to add value to their lives. And I, I just never also want to waste the time of the audience, you know, because there's so many shows out there, you know. Um, that's the one thing about COVID, you know. Um, you, you watch what you want when you want. So there's hundreds of shows out there. So, 
you, you, I believe you should be as good as you can be because there's a lot to choose from out there and you want to be the one chosen. And I would say like a boxing or wrestling ring or a belter, ding, 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 you hit the key word in time and you can't, re- that's the one thing in life you can't replace in anybody's life, time. Yeah. Yeah, and and so that's what I mean. Without the guest, without the audience, you have no show. So it's very important, I think, that you value both of their time. <laughs> and luckily, and I know you've mentioned this when you're shooting me messages today throughout the day when we were kind of chatting there. You know, it's amazing that at least I could say for me, I don't know about you, that most of the guests I've had in the eight years or so I've stayed in contact with because they know and it's like what I said with your personality as well they know when you're real and you bring something different and you're able to keep a friendly conversation with them so it's you know oh definitely well for me I I definitely prefer to interview people and I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or a Nelson thing, but I really don't like talking about myself. So, you know, you at least provide a safety, a sense of safety, because, you know, I, I, I choose to turn off, you know, the toxic talk shows where they're trying to pigeonhole someone or attack them on an opinion. And I really don't like that. And I don't know if other people turn that off or if that excites them. But I just never, ever want to have a platform where a guest comes on and they've been attacked, you know, or felt lesser. You know, I think it's our job, my job to elevate people to, um, especially to an audience that perhaps don't know who they are, you know. Key thing for me, at least, again, speaking, and everybody's different. Everybody has difference of opinion, whether it be politically, sexually, whatever you know, news that they follow, you know, whatever topic you want to talk about. But I don't want to stab anybody in the back too, because you and me might have different opinions on any of those topics. But I think we can have, I'm not going to surprise you with anything, but also I don't think, or I actually do think we can have a conversation about any of those topics or more, whether it be political, sex, religion, whatever the case may be, we can still have a conversation about the topics and not feel like you're attacked. Yeah. Oh, definitely. A conversation is perfect. Um, because if everybody had the same opinion, it would be boring. So it is good to get a different opinion, to get a different insight, you know? So yeah, it just adds spice to life, but you know, life can be tough as it is. So why make it more difficult? You know, I think, you know, life is a gift. You need to, you know, do as much good and positive and, as you can, like you were speaking to um, Kenny Aronoff a couple days ago. And if there's anyone that can motivate somebody to do their best and to make a name for themselves, it's that man, you know? So he, he's such an exciting and inspiring man to listen to that. Yeah. That was a really great show that you had with him as well. Thank you. Yeah. It's, I guess the key thing is like we were saying about being, having a conversation, but, not attacking anybody. Yeah. So who do you like? Who do you um, get inspired by as a as a talk show host? Is it Howard Stern? Is that who you look to? He's a main player, and people when I bring up that name for one, 
you know, there's different people along the way that I've heard. And I like to say you take little nuggets from and learn. Hmm, that's interesting. That's interesting. You know what I mean? It's just the nature of life. And, but he's number one and people go, well, why you like him? It's just about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. No, but if you go back and sit down and actually listen to the material, probably one of the best interviewers, in the, I'd say, in the last 10 years, when you go and listen to his stuff. But then, like re- in recent times, I go to a Mickey Burns that we were both talking about, where if you look at that man's experience and listen to his conversations, and we were, me and him were talking about this, it's like, hmm, that's a little, you know, you you learn things and you go, how can I apply that to my game? Because, yeah. because if you're well, not looking. Genius. You always take the best of the best, right? Yeah. Cause if you, my thing is, if you don't try to learn from other people like that, whether you're flipping burgers at McDonald's, like I said, or doing something like this, if you're not looking to improve, get out of the game. You got to be willing to try to always up your game and improve. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's so many more coming out behind you, you know, so you just got to try and be as best as you could possibly be and don't make the interview about you. <laughs> exactly. Like I said, uh, I was actually talking with our gal from Ireland. Uh, I was kind of sad she wasn't on today. Actually, I was looking forward to meeting her. Hopefully next time. Yeah, but she's up and coming in the acting field and, you know, trying to baby steps and all that stuff. But she obviously, like you, has had to deal with COVID and, you know, she's been on lockdown the past couple of weeks over there. And What is happening over in Ireland? Um, are they full down lockdown or are they coming out of it? I know a couple of weeks ago when we had a chat with uh, Brooke Thies, the uh, actress. Yeah, at the time they were going in full lockdown, and I don't know where they stand right now, but hopefully things are improving on that side of the world as well. Um, where you're in Florida, are you? Originally, but I'm in Philadelphia right now. Oh, Philip, is your state on full lockdown or not? Uh, it's gotten tighter. I'm on the Pennsylvania Jersey border, and we are have been getting tighter and tighter because of the winter season coming in and numbers have just been skyrocketing as we were talking about earlier so as far as down here in the states you kind of wish like i was saying earlier everybody would get on the same page so we can move forward but the good thing is the vaccines i saw were getting sent out yesterday so hopefully everything will turn around how about what's uh the status of you guys up there in uh, british columbia um, the lockdown's pretty serious right now. So, you know, um, full, full masks, you can't go into a store without one. So, but you know, everybody is that time of year for cold and flu season. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully, um, I'm not sure when we're getting the vaccine. You know, I see that, you know, Britain's already distributing them. You already have them in transit, I think, or at some facilities. So Canada, hopefully we'll be getting it soon. And, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's on pretty serious lockdown up here too. Yeah, that's the key thing, that, as you said there, with uh, everybody entering the cold and flu season, that's for sure. Yeah. But obviously you are 
big into social media, Instagram, all that fun stuff. So where can folks find you if they choose to follow you? Um, well, I do most of my promo work for the shows that I'm on um, on Facebook. I'm uh, just Sherry Nelson, the traditional spelling S-H-E-R-R-Y, Sherry Nelson. And then um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, I'm XOXO, Sherry XO. When I created that, I did not realize I'd be putting it out there all the time. <laughs> could be worse. Could be putting a lot worse out yeah, there, that's for sure. Be, I guess. <laughs> and when I first heard the name, she, you know, that I was going to be talking to you, I thought of, uh, obviously, we were talking about Tawny earlier, but I thought of Sherry Lewis, if you remember her. Oh, with the puppets. <laughs> yep, yeah, because of the same name, so, you know. Yeah. So, nope. Well, sure. if you see Tawny again, tell her you've got a she's got a Canadian fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about it not on sound, but uh, I'll I'll get you guys connected. Oh, that'd be great. Because I'm sure, again, you'd love to talk to her. You know, have a conversation with her as well. Yeah, of course. So if we can assist in that, we'll make that work. But. I will put links for everything on all the public points of this episode. So thank you so much, Sherry. Thank you. With over 30 years of experience and a superb reputation for being a detail-oriented company, Lacey Cleaning has some of the highest work standards in the cleaning business. That's the fact, Jack! Whether it's carpet cleaning, tile, grout cleaning, new construction cleanup, rental turnovers, vent and duct cleaning, odor elimination, office and or business cleaning, power washing, residential cleaning, you name it, they do it. Check them out to contact them today, LaceyCleaning at gmail.com or call them at 609-709-8536. That's what I'm talking about. Are you annoyingly even keel? E-methamine could be right for you. I have a disease, alright? I need help! E-methamine lets you get gagged up on whoop chicken parts without yellowing one's teeth. Oh, yeah. Contact your doctor today if you experience the following. Oh my god! Increases in blood flow, boost in testosterone, ending of erectile dysfunction. You're naughty! This medicine is made for extreme cases of being keel or having extreme depression. Oh, come on! Side effects include fits of rage, acne, bleeding in folks around you, whooping cough, hallucinations, comas, trouble swallowing, decrease in semen, increasing amounts of selling yourself, amnesia, night terrors, higher mortgage rates, and increased sensations in not having suicidal urges. Oh my. Hi, I'm Tawny Katane, and I have been listening to Crazy Train Radio.